Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Flash Not AY Sport. My name is Idolo Washev and my also not a Y Sport. Now Flag with AY Sport is to help us help us to the past, yes. Not only that, it's able to give the form of past events in football. Now when we just looking at the 2000s, we're looking at the 90s, the 80s, the 70s, the 60s, the 50s. As long anyway, as long as major film took place in any particular year in the past, we looked at it. Now we're looking at the good, the bad, and the ugly. We also look at the stats and facts. I'm going to look at some scandals that have come in the past. I'm going to look at some major events. Major events, yes. A lot of major events that have come in the past that shape the cost of football history also. Now, last week, last episode, we talked about the first ever episode, the first ever World Cup in football history, which was in 1930, and it took place in, it took place in Uruguay. Now, we looked at the start and the facts. But now we're going to look at the group stages. We look at the group one, the group two, the group three, and the group four. Look at everything that happened, how the team played, how it actually shaped towards the semi-finals, and how they actually qualified, and who did well and who did bad. Now, so today we'll be looking at the groups, like I said, group stages, like I said. Now, group one, we had four groups. We had four teams. Now, the fourth World Cup featured thirteen teams. Now the first group featured four teams. Why did they had three three teams each? Now the four teams in the four in the in the first group were Argentina, Chile, France, and Mexico. I know you are thinking the group, the group was actually tough. Yes, it was, but it was so, it was so marred by controversies. For example, was referee decisions and a, and a, lot of, a lot of things that went on like that. But now I want you to know this: France actually played twice in forty eight hours. Yes. France played twice in 42 hours. Why Messi, why Chile were yet to play a single game at that point in time? Now, when France played twice in 42 hours, Chile were yet to play a single game at that point in time. Now, France didn't just play. France played Mexico, which they won 4-1. No, which they won 4-1, yes. They played Argentina, which they won, which they lost one by, by long goal. Now, France played Mexico on the 10th of July. Why they played, why they played Argentina on the 15th of July? That's two days, 14 hours. Within 14 hours, they played two games. Now, one of the games we're looking at is the game between Argentina and France. That game was important to France, as well as important to Argentina. Now, but to France, that France actually won the particular won the first game, and winning Argentina means they will get a shot at getting to the semi-final spot. But guess what? 20 minutes into the game against Argentina, the goalkeeper Tepot got injured in the 20th minute. Absolutely wonder. Something that he didn't expect happened and he shook the team. Now, losing their first goalkeeper, yes, that's that's a huge blunder for them. A, 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 a huge blow for them, but they had to hold on, hold on, play, hold and hold and hold today. The first minute where they considered a goal through a free kick. Not through not through open play, but through free kick and was scored by Monty. Monty. Now, also this Monty was the same player that got darkly gave a fierce or terrible attack on this goalkeeper. The player, the player who scored the goal, the freaking engaged Franks, was the same player that got the got teleport, which is Frank goalkeeper injured. Was it coincidence? I don't know. It was left to history to talk about talk about it. Now after the after after I scored in the first minute now a Frenchman now, a French player that's Marcel Lenguale, Lenguale, let's say, let me call him Marcel. Marcel was on the front of scoring a goal or scoring an equalizer of France. When the referee, not the referee, Brazilian referee, Rebel, blew the full time within six minutes bef- 
early. Now, when I'm six minutes, you do the full time at the 40 minutes, six minutes early. And this caused a lot of rancor and protest from the players and the fans. Notice, at that point in time, France were losing by long goal. And a Frenchman, one of the players, Marcel, was about scoring a equalizer when the referee blew the full time, full, the full time music. It was like, time is not up. What's happening? Like, I'm still wanting the 40 minutes that you're playing full time with him. And you just at any point in time, about when we were about to score. And this was, didn't go down the way. But guess what? They did have it done. And France lost that match by a long goal. Now, that was it for France. Because they're going to play the next thing is Chile. Now, Chile were not just an easy opponent upon then. They know that easy opponent then. And that match also had its own, I don't say drama, but had immediate history. Now, the match featured the first ever penalty kick in World Cup tournament. That penalty kick was saved. Became the first ever, became the first penalty to be saved by the keeper in World Cup tournament. And that's by Alex Stepot. Alex Stepot of France saved a penalty which was played by Carlos Vidal in the 30th minute of the match. Seventy penalty didn't do good as Tilly scored in 60 minutes, which sent them on the same point leveled with Argentina to Argentina beat Mexico. Now, the Argentina beat Mexico, yes, they did. Now, they beat Mexico 6 3. 6 3. That match didn't just end well for them. It, the, the match didn't end with Mexico, and for Mexico, by the way, because Three penalties were given to Argentina. Now, something about the match you don't know is this: Bolivia, the, the referee for the one between Argentina versus Mexico was a Bolivian referee. Now, the Bolivian referee was also the coach of the Bolivian team in the World Cup tournament. Now, Bolivia and Argentina are from the same South America. I'm not judging. I'm just giving the stats. I'm just giving the fact. Linda, the fact for you to see. Three penalties, but Martinez, one of the of Mexico, saved only one. But did that be done? The two went to the net. And also another thing that went on in the match was that we saw the second hat-trick of the tournament scored by Stabile. Stabile scored his, his first hat-trick, his first hat-trick in the in the international debut. Okay, I don't say it wasn't his first, but he scored his hat-trick in the international debut for Argentina. We see the victory, 6-3 victory for them. Put them level on with Chile, 6 points and 6 points. But that match was without their captain, Manuel Ferreira, which had to leave the camp to go take a law, 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 a law exam. I said in the last episode, yes, a player left camp, left the World Cup to write a law exam. Can it actually happen in this era? To me, the answer is a pure no. Every footballer's dream is to play in the World Cup, not to go and write an exam. So if people are, if certain players are choose between writing a white and in the and playing the World Cup, they will play in the World Cup. And if I have to come back and write the neck later, if in short, players giving giving the opportunity to play in law, law exam and playing the World Cup. If I had to play in the World Cup, I'm going to write a law exam later. town. Or probably they won't write the at all. Because they believe the World Cup is a, is a main ticket to a bigger future for them. It's like getting a bigger, bigger club. Right now, we saw a player, not right now, back then we saw a player, Manuel Ferreira, the captain of Argentina squad, leaving the camp to write a law exam. Now, Mexico, France, and France lost to both Argentina and Chile. Now, Argentina actually had both six points. One one team had to go to the next round. One team, one team had to go to, go to the semi-final. And only one team had to go. Unfortunately for them, Chile had to go home. Because Argentina won 3-1. But that match didn't just end well. It was not just peaceful or rosary because it had a lot of fights that occurred. We had, we had, fight, we had fights by... 
that same Monty, Monty that gave that that, that gave a red flag tackle against Alex Tepot and the first game against France did the same thing against Torres also, which caused a massive brawl. He still went away with it as Argentina won three one. I think Monty is in the era of uh, era of Argentina in the first world. Monty actually played some decisive role for them. The pena, the, pena, the, 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 the the tackles against Tepot, leaving Tepot to go off the field in twenty minutes, scoring the free kick, causing a fight also in games in the, in the match between the Argentina versus Chile also. Really, I, I think I I when I say Monty is is a is a, is a is our present day coast down say so but it looks like he had that future within him. It, it could be it could be the villain it could it was the villain it was a villain against um france and also be the savior of his savior for Argentina so can't believe but that match ended with Argentina winning 3-1 until he had to go now let's go to group two now in group two we had the brazil now brazil we one of where the where the team in group two now we have bolivia we have Bolivia. I know you are th- I know some people would think that Brazil actually qualified, but guess what? No. Brazil didn't qualify. And they got that shocking loss in the first match in Yugoslavia. They lost 2-1 to Yugoslavia. Now Yugoslavia are made up of many saps. Many saps. My first people I talked about it. That certain that, that that not all players could could go for it. And that's the certain measures to put in place to ensure that these players go for it. And Serbians provided most of the players to go for the competition. Now Serbians, the Serbians filled you, the Serbian team, and the Serbian team had the youngest team in the tournament. Yes, the youngest in the tournament. They have, they have the average age of 21 years and 258 days. Very young. Very young. Now, this same Yugoslavian team, who had the youngest team, also registered their biggest success in World Cup history by claiming fourth, fourth place in the, in the tournament, which they also repeated in 1962 also. Now, you, you might say, they might be young, but young does not young players doesn't mean you have a young doesn't mean you can't achieve a lot. You never had the young team, full of many of steps, overcomes obstacles to travel from their own town down to the competition and can fought. Doesn't matter. Now, do you also know that small stadiums were used for matches which people didn't which they really fancy? For example, this match is had a capacity of 20,000, 20,000 years. And these matches, so I think those matches were, were Romania versus Peru. Yes, that match. You know those reasons why they use small stadiums. You want to know why? Just keep listening. You you, you will know why they use small stadiums. Certain matches that were they were not they were not they were less fancy by 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 by, by spectators and fans. Now, Bolivia. This was the this was the first. In, this, no, they've never won international tournament before. They've never won international match before. They've never won anything. Now in the opening match they did something they made history not not in a bad way but also not or not also in a good way also, it was normal in history now the line when they when the team lined up their t-shirts spread viva uruguay the viva uruguay unfortunately for them the viva uruguay couldn't save them for another from a from a defeat they suffered not just a defeat a back-to-back defeat they suffered at the first ever world cup now bolivia with the kind of team those days that they played well in the first half. They they, they did really possibly not, not concede the goal. And in the second half, or towards the late part of the game, they conceded a lot of goals. Now, this happened twice in Europe, back to back. You get you you, you Bolivia first match against first match in World Cup was against Yugoslavia. Now in the first in the one hour one hour 
of the match. They, they didn't concede a single goal. Yes, when I went to the match, they had to concede a goal. Bolivia had to concede a goal. Okay, so at uh, the final whistle, they considered four goals. Four. That means in 13 minutes, they considered four goals. Whereas in 16 minutes, playing 16 minutes, they were able to concede one. You might say it's against Lugosavia, but guess what? It happened against Brazil also. Now, against Brazil, in the first half of the match, they only considered one goal. Now, in the second half, or by the end of the ma- at the end of the match, Brazil has scored three more. Three more, yes, three. It wasn't just wondering what was in their head. As in, you get to the final, the final stage, and like, just keep on. If there is a draw, you play all through. Just keep going. I guess what they played it out. You can say we have beat them funny. Uh, the Brazil also beat them funny also, and all those games, all the, most ninety percent of the goals came in later part of the second half. Later part of the second half, you can say yes, beating Brazil and beating Bolivia, they qualified and took a spot in the semi-final. Now you have two teams: so Argentina from Group One. Now you have Uruguay from Group Two. Now let's move to Group Three. Now Group Three was spiced a little bit. We had. Uruguay the host. We had Peru and Romania. Romania. <clears throat> I'd love to tell you about this group. Seriously. This group featured a lot of things. A lot of... Let us go into it and let's see. Now, Uruguay... This was their first one. This, this, this wasn't just a World Cup for them. They were, they were actually celebrating the centenary. And they actually built a stadium called Estadio Centenario. Estadio Centenario. Yeah. This World Cup... This, this stadium wasn't built... On time, I think it wasn't ready on time, so they didn't play their matches. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't start the first match. So I don't say they start. I don't, they, didn't start, they didn't play the first match, yes. And five days into the tournament, they they were to play any game. They were to play any, a single game at all. But guess what? Do you guys didn't see this thing as the love seemed to, to back them down? Four weeks into their first game, they were in the training camp with strict observation, with discipline, with with strict discipline observation. With a coffee also, yes, they had a coffee. You got a coffee for the players in the squad. But guess what? Even if there's a coffee, even if there is a rule, women beings and players are bound to break this rule one way or another. But someone broke this rule for an unconfirmed reason. I'm trying to figure out. You know where goalkeeper Andres Mazali broke coffee. Left the sport, broke off because of one person, because of his wife. Wait, we left the World Cup. He left the training camp. You brought coffee to go and visit your wife. But this actually didn't go unpunished as he was dropped on the squad. But I'm still trying to figure out what was he thinking. Was his wife in danger, or was his wife running away? For God's sake, you're hosting a competition in Uruguay, in your own in your own country. Your wife is not running away, for God's sake. This man still broke off to ask his wife. I'm just, question is why? I'm sorry to figure out why, why, why? But he did it, he did it, and he was dropped on the squad, and didn't really go down way, but I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, will you get this decision? Me, I know. If you're asking me, if you probably ask me, will I leave? A score to go visit my wife or break up to go visit my wife. I'm the answer is pure no. I know my wife is safe and sound, nothing can put to her. My feet definitely, but for the reason why he did so was yet to be known. But he, he left the score to go meet his wife. I was dropped from the, I dropped, I was dropped from the team. 
the question is did he actually get that decision it's left you know uh, now now the opening match of the group three yes i joined the opening match of group three we featured peru versus romania now this match is similar for two things in football history one the match the match in the match witnessed the first player to, to be exposed now exposed means we never had red card and yellow card at that point in time yes but it was exposed because of it was used for the game it was used from the game it was still expulsion to the extent that they pushed you they had to walk him out of the stadium like leave the pitch it's not you're not staying in the stand you leave the pitch leave the pitch and go at that point in time the match was 1-1 now Romania and this player this and this player I've got number is Plasto Galindo of Peru. Now Peru had with them and down one one. Romania had to wait for two late goals before they could win that match. They started having a ten man playing against a ten man team. Before they had before they could win that match, they had to have to get the two late goals. Two late goals to get the three points. Now, why is second match famous again? Why is this match famous again? Now the second is this this match had the lowest turnout in football in World Cup history. Why me the lowest? The lowest of all lowest. Now I'll give I'll give you a number. According to official attendance, it is actually 2459. But the gen the actual figure. Now now official attendance is there from the actual figure. Official official attendance, the one you see on FIFA list, the one everybody knows. Like you go and check, you check the FIFA, the one you see 2459. But according to the actual figure, the actual figure of that time, in that time. Is 300. It is 300. As it was the match not enticing enough. 300. 300. Not 1,000. Hmm. But yes, the lowest the lowest in the football match was previous Romania with 300 people watching the match. 300. Direct from the stadium. 300. Now let's move. Now I know you're wondering who qualified from this group. Yeah, it's very simple. Uruguay qualified for the group. Now Uruguay beat with Peru and beat Romania. But there's one match that we need to talk about. That between Uruguay and Peru. Now, I said the the match was played in a standard centenario because this, the stadium was used to celebrate the centenary. Also, I was also used to celebrate the World Cup. Also, this match marked the first game. This this the, 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 this match marked the first game played in the stadium. Instead of scenario, which was Uruguay versus Peru, and that match it was it was Peru, yes, that celebrated the more more than Uruguay fans. Now Peru fans celebrated more than Uruguay fans. Notice Peru lost the match, but Peru fans celebrated more than Uruguay fans. Why? Now Uruguay fans believed there was no way Peru could Peru could play. They could beat them more than one nil, two nil, three nil, four nil. But guess what? Uruguay only managed to score only one goal. Only one go against Peru, and the fans praised. And face fans, both Uruguay and Peru, praised the, the Peru defense. It they believed for them to wish to withhold the Uruguay attack enough to of just one goal is enough praise for them. One, just one goal. All the praise went to Peru losing. Why all the banter and the attack? And now the 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 the, the, the insult went to Uruguay because they believed they could have scored more than one. Now and that was the only match in the tournament that Uruguay actually scored scored only one goal. Only match they scored more than one. Yes, I'll tell you. Semi final scored six one, six one. They they won six one. Scored six in the semi final. Just 
But the magic experience was really much that this called one drop. It was painful for them, but it was painful to you guys to you guys, but the to you guys, but the Peru, the people from Peru were happy. I think they, they were filled with joy that the almighty Uruguay could have scored one goal against them. Notice, Uruguay were the champion of the Olympic team of 1928 and 1924. So, imagine Peru would believe happy that they considered one goal, which means Uruguay had up and were one of the best teams in the world. And scoring one goal, considered one goal given was an achievement to them. Now, subsequently, Uruguay beat the village of Romania for me, which we still have prison in the semi-final spot. Now we have three teams now. We have three teams in the semi-final. We have Argentina, Yugoslavia, and the host, Uruguay. Now let's move to group four. The last group. And last last group for discussion for this episode. Now group four. Now group four we had Belgium, Paraguay, and United States. I know I think I know it's easy to predict. Maybe it's Belgium. United States, but guess what? United States were the team who qualified from the group. And they give the full gist before we end the episode. Now Uruguay, I say Uruguay, sorry, United States were caught at a certain number of new caps, that new new caps in the team. And because of that, and on someone from the French side, someone from the French from the French named the United States team short putters. Yes. They give a name for them, short putters. How they get to United States in short putters. But that name didn't I won't say it, it didn't really materialize what they have because that first game against Belgium, they won training. And that was the first match that was played in the World Cup. And also that first match was also recorded as the first clean sheet. Yes, the first clean sheet in the World Cup. United States had the three name against Belgium. Now Uruguay also, again, go back to Uruguay, Uruguay fans and, and, and the press, they didn't believe that America could could beat a Belgian team. Now, this is what they wrote. They said, the last of American victory has really surprised the experts. That's what they wrote. The last of American victory has really surprised the experts because nobody believed the United States team could beat an European team as big as Belgium three name, not just three, three, and they didn't concede one. Now the Belgians reported the, what what the Belgians reported was that they felt the pitch was bad, and two referee decisions was poor, and that referee problem again. And also the second goal that United States scored was actually offside. Now those are, those are the excuses that that the Belgians, both from the press and the fans, actually give. But in that too. All this was done in United States one training and according to the first clean sheet in World Cup history. Now let's move to another match type of love. Now, now this match is not just any match. United States made this three again in the second match, and this second one was against Paraguay. Now this match featured the first ever attack in World Cup history. And this match this match was scored by Bat Pantenwadi. And this match was scored in this match, this, this match was scored in 15 in 40 minutes. In the tenth, the fifteenth, and fiftieth minute. Yes, it's called the tenth. It's called the tenth, the fifteenth, and fiftieth minute. Although it's called the forty minutes, but guess what? The attic, the the the, the accolade of the first attic attic of what was not given to him on November ten, when it was confirmed that one of the goals, one of the goals which was given to his team, team Flory, was actually given back to Paten Patenuade. So 
It was literally the record book that Patanoia actually scored the first hat-trick in World Cup history before it was given to Guillermo Stabile of Argentina. Remember I told you he scored an hat-trick against Mexico? Now that it was one holding the record before, but later though, in 2006, when they looked into it, they found out that the goal agreed to Tom Flory was actually given back to Patanoia because he actually scored the goal and it became the world record, the first hat-trick in World Cup. The United States winning Belgium, beating Paraguay, 3 nil also, 3 nil against Belgium, 3 nil against Paraguay, 2 clean sheets, yes, 2 clean sheets, went straight to the semi-final. Now note this, let me give you the simple, United States were the only team in World Cup to concede just one goal. Yes, they concede just one goal. Yes, in the World Cup tournament, they concede just one goal, one, and that was the semi-final, in the semi-final. The only, the only team in the world in the world competition to consider just one goal in the entire tournament. Oh, yes, in the entire tournament, one just one goal, and that was a 6 1 victory in the semi final. Like I said, this is just this episode is just for the group stages, so I won't give you the full details into it. But notice, United States didn't concede a single goal in the group stage, they won three knee against Belgium, three against Paraguay. Now, we all said and done, United States qualified for. The final place in the semi-final spot of the World Cup, leaving Paraguay and Belgium set it out. But guess who won? The group who set it for second. Paraguay beat Belgium with the money of one name. One name. Belgium will without a single point in the entire competition. And that is all for today's episode of Flag with AY Sports. In the next episode, we'll be looking at the semi-final, the third place, and the final of the first ever World Cup in football history. My name is Ayelo Ashegun, and my son at AY Sports. This is Flash of the White Spot. Thank you.